bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in coronavirus politics like we're talking about reality TV. And the real vaccinated <laughs> housewives of Corona mm. are about to become the real oh maskless God. housewives of Corona. The real outdoors maskless housewives I of mean, Corona. I mean, talk about going in your convertible and driving down the street of LA with like, I love LA and all of that shit. You know what I mean? In the movies when it's like, or all we the could say, trees. I love my friends like Chris oh Jenner. Oh my God. <laughs> and her birthday. I love, oh my God. <laughs> I love my friends. That is, please, please look it up. It's one of the best things you'll ever see in your eyeballs. I think we're going to get into, we're going to rent a convertible. We're going to take our masks off. We're going to hold our masks up out fingers to the sky yes. and we're going to twirl them and say I love my friends <laughs> and we're going to then we're going to send the video to Chris Jenner like another fun filled day I love my friends we're maskless <laughs> <laughs> I love my one friend. That's you. Woo! That's right. Hey, I love you. <laughs> she loves me. I love a convertible moment. And um, there is nothing like driving through the streets of L.A. maskless. Oh. We've been going on our on our girls trip dinners with Teddy and, and Yanni. <laughs> uh-huh. And we're about to have another one. Mm-hmm. It's another girls night. And mm-hmm. like. I just gonna I'm gonna feel the freedom like never before, you know, because we don't have masks at our table, right? But we have the masks when we walk up, and we right. still will because it is gonna be, you know, restaurants are gatherings of sort. Yes, and not everyone's vaccinated yet, and blah 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 blah. So you know, I still have a, you know, I want to be a little careful. Well, of course, you know. But when we can, oh my! God. I mean, I would have been in a not in a mask in our convertible before, but you might have been. Well, in one. <laughs> no, when I'm in the car, no, yeah, absolutely not. And together, I mean, right? We've you and I have given each other Corona five thousand times yeah, already, five thousand back and forth. I mean, please. But in the world, if we had the other gals in the car, of course, yes. I'm gonna rent. You know, I'm, I mean, truthfully, I'm, I'm, Memo, I'm on it. We've never had Corona, you and I. Or we, 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 we we've not. never been officially confirmed. That is true. Having had, having done, think, had Corona. We thought maybe we had it a year ago, but we're not sure. Pre 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 quarantine, like right pre quarantine. Yeah, but we're not entirely positive. But it's I, possible. I probably am the single the one who took it to Australia, quite frankly, because right. that's when I thought I had it. Yes, exactly. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> now Australia is like no one's fucking allowed here for the next three years. Hey guys, she's great, Paula. <laughs> Don't let her backhand here. We can't have that girl back in here, Paula. She gave everybody coronavirus, Paula. 
And that's probably when, when we went and held the little pigs, the little tiny little I piglets. I could go back there. I mean, you sat there with your useless tiny little feet and legs <laughs> sticking out and the pig on your lap and you were so happy. <laughs> I and don't think you, I've... You wrap I mean, the pig in a blanket. It's like hard and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> they're so stiff. <sighs> they're so stiff and they're wiry and they're <laughs> not snuggly. Why can't they be more snuggly? I, I don't know. If they were more snuggly, people probably wouldn't be able to eat them. That's true. However, no one eats those little pigs, do they? I'm sure they do. People eat little cows and people oh, do other was... horrible things. But they were cute they were and adorable. annoying. They were cute and <laughs> annoying. I mean, that may, I, 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 oh, but how badly do you want one to go to come into the room and just sit with you? And oh my God, they were so cute. Oh, it was it. fun. I love it. I mean, that was in Japan. Right. Oh, that's why right. that was in Japan. But the guy said she's great, Paula, yeah, in, in Japan. Yes. He was Australian. Yeah. Okay, it's all worlds converging. I'm like, yep. she's great, Paula. Wasn't last year, was it? <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, because I tried to give the Japanese innocent, innocent, wonderful bucks. woman because yeah. we didn't have reservations, and I was like, here's a fucking ten thousand yen. <laughs> And she was like, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. No, no. And then I heard, I thought I heard the Australian guy go, Jesus Christ, about me. But you said that he's. She's great, Paula. <laughs> that is, I swear to God, what I heard. Because you were like, just take it. My friend, she's going to die if she doesn't sold the pigs and blah, 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 blah. You're definitely the friend you want with you. And I'm not good at that. And oh, well, I was not going to have you denied like you, you as it was. I almost paid the had to pay the pig $100 to get on your lap. I was like, everybody put the pigs down. We need well, a t- five minutes with the fucking pigs here. <laughs> because the guy, the other guy, she's great, Paula. He, the pigs went right to him. And I was like, why are they going to the guy? And then they it was were like, they laying like all over his, something. he was huge. And I was like, why don't they like me? Everyone thinks I'm the only fucking people on the planet who don't think I'm a man are these little pigs. He, they, for were, the first time in my life. He had 14 pigs on him and he was like falling asleep. And Paula was the one playing with the pigs. But they were laying all over him. I couldn't fucking believe it. I was but like, God, you guys. You did get oh, your moment. I did. Yeah. And you were happy. And we have it. And oh, there was these. So and, and side note, there were these little Japanese twin girls yep. sitting next to us mm-hmm. looking like The Shining. They were in <laughs> yes. old olden days dresses. Yeah. I, I thought they might have been legitimate ghosts. Yeah. They were twin, beautiful, young, mm-hmm. 15-year-old Japanese twins. They were mm-hmm. there alone mm-hmm. in olden days, white dresses. Mm-hmm. I have it on video. I will po- I'm going to somewhere, maybe on our Patreon, <laughs> I'll post it so everyone can go, that is fucking next level. <laughs> and then they're going to go, next level. we don't see that. And you're, wait, what, you don't see that? What do you mean? <laughs> Are we the only ones who can? Oh, no. <gasps> and they got and to hold ghosts. with their luminescent little hands they were holding pigs oh the pigs went right to them the ghosts i don't know maybe the pigs were scared scared but we finally got and then it finally come got on my legs got to hold the pig yeah i got to kiss the pig we both did it was uh, it's a dream come true really and we have she's great paula forever she's great paula (laughs) and all i heard was jesus christ and i'm like you're no kidding i'm obnoxious and everyone in japan wants they want to kick me out of japan with the level i mean and i was so so fucking obsessed when we saw the meerkats oh we both were that and i have a video of that where the meerkat was kissing and and nibbling up (laughs) up julie's nostril and i mean all the way up that was also that's probably when the minute coronavirus got created in Asia was when a meerkat crawled right, halfway up your nostril right. and nibbled. And I'm like, keep doing it, man. Right. And you're like, well, and you can see and it's, it's nibbling. You can see it yeah, nibbling, it's nibbling my nose <laughs> up the nose, up like licking up the nose. He's nibbling. nibbling on your sinuses. Well, I mean, and we that was no- the moment we missed our flight. That is the moment we missed. We the stayed flight. in a meerkat cafe. Yeah. 
playing with little monkeys and meerkats and thank our, god blatantly missed our flight god thank god <laughs> then we thank stayed god. in japan for two more weeks thank god and you know we would have moved there we would have fucking yeah. moved there if we could have honestly it's one of the most magical places we've ever yeah. been we almost called just our friends and family and said we missed our flight so we act we just so rented just, an apartment we're we got we got an apartment for the next year our lease is up next year i mean so we're gonna see if we can get a flight then now speaking of japan lauren fields the sexy hipster who sent us the canceled plans candles, Ooh, mm-hmm. our local Fran, yeah, because she lives here in L.A. She sent us her picture for the drug den bulletin board, and my psychic vibes, guys, were correct. She is indeed a hot pocket, meow meow, and she mentions in her card that she lived in Japan. She thinks when I was modeling there, oh. and so we're back full circle now with wow. Lauren. Now Lauren, she said she was a kid. I was fifteen when I was there, so I was damn near a child that was when i lived there i don't know if lauren is she got a smidge of japanese in her i don't know if maybe her father was in the military i don't know the story of when maybe she was modeling as a child Mm. but we need all of the stories lauren because you are you are very sexual very hot pockety Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. As promised, here's a photo to go with the canceled plans candles I sent. It's old and obnoxious, but I don't have slash take a lot of selfies. So deal with it. Since you two deal with it. (laughs) Deal Deal with with it. it. Deal with it. Name the movie that's from. Deal with it. Not you. You know what it's from. Okay. Since you two fuck around with my Patreon episodes, I've had to go back to the beginning of DGP and randomly dipping in old Patreon episodes. Brandy, I probably lived in Japan when you were there modeling, but I was a kid. Shibuya area. Those Japan eps killed me. Yo, please do throwback update eps from when DGP started. I cackle listening to how things have changed. Lauren. Um, Do you think she means how much like politics have changed? Because I I mean, think about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Imagine when we started, Trump just became president. And now we've got Jojo and Kiki. And we're even everything's changed. Even talking about Ding Dong, the witch is dead. And that's Michael Flynn. Oh, my God. There was 500 national security advisors after that. And a full pandemic. I mean, full pandemic. And Lauren, you know what? Other people should dip into old Patreon episodes just like you're doing. And if you're not, maybe not old ones, you can do new ones. And if you don't know about our Patreon you should check it out, patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. We do two shows a week, one for $1, two for $2, and no politics. No ads. No ads, no politics. You don't have to hear this spiel about the Patreon. Nope. And they, they are timeless other than the pandemic. Right. They're basically timeless. Like, we talk about the same shit. Oh, my God. You well, can go just, back. Yeah, exactly. Julie's gets in fights with people in parking lots. <laughs> it's just it's mm. the same shit, different smell. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. there. You can it's once you join, you can go back. And they're all an hour long. Mm-hmm. And you just have all of this shit. You can just pop any of them on at any time. Yeah. If you want some st- wonderful storytelling. Yeah. Um, wonderful. You know what I mean? Music. Just wonderful music. Poetry voices that's wonderful now anora greenwood rodriguez Mm -hmm. sent us a picture of our baby daughters oh let me see for easter oh yes 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 (laughs) suvi and zinnia and we know suvi is that baby of the that baby fame (laughs) with obama and then and then here comes zinnia right up behind her didn't get to take the picture with obama but just a little nugget none the fucking less these two oh god our kids are growing I, up so nice they are they are these two 
these two are they're, just, I, they're I, absolutely I, stunning I, yeah. in every way yeah, yeah. they're even their they even just their personalities <laughs> you can see it in the picture yeah julian brandy it's the rodriguez family again we thought you might enjoy our princeter family photo every easter since we lost prince we've celebrated princeter instead we princeter oh, instead of I easter memo princeter and when you saw because it's because there's a they're wearing like prince shirts when you saw that oh, you're yeah. like look at those purple rain shirts you saw oh, immediately you were into I, it i'm really into it uh every easter since we lost prince we've celebrated princeter instead we wear purple eat cheesy potatoes and listen to prince all day that is such a good idea pancakes too that from, is such a good from, fucking idea from dave Chappelle, where where they, they play blouses and he makes the pancakes I, I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, team blouses. You know what? Instead of all these religious holidays, why aren't we picking? I mean, each to his in her own or whatever. But like, yeah. we love Prince. Why aren't we celebrate memorializing Prince every year or someone well, we else will that now. we love? We will now. I love it. We're going to copy that. Plus, that. I, we need to know we're celebrating Princeter with our daughters. Exactly. <laughs> across the Ex globe. Exactly. Oh, my God. I love that. Uh, my friend's mom joins us and tells Prince stories. She was going to Prince shows at First Avenue before Purple Rain as a young teen mom. The other photo is pre-COVID. Suvi does Mexican folk dancing and Zinnia admires her wildly. Love you both. Honora, Daniel, Suvi, and Zinnia from St. Paul. Oh, as I was about to say, they have to be from Minnesota if the friend is is knows about Prince. So now we know they're, I guess we didn't, make, I didn't remember they were from Minnesota. That's so great. Next Princeter, we're having your friend on and she's going to tell us some Prince stories. We can we can pretend we are, you know, purifying ourselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. We can watch oh. Purple Rain. We eat pancakes like team blouses. The whole bit we copy. Plus, we know we're we with Stevie and Zinnia. Yeah. And we're going to sing song. We're going to sing print songs. The picture of in the in the Mexican folk dancing <laughs> outfit is just it's they amazing. are both. I can't handle <laughs> these amazing. girls. I just cannot <laughs> handle so how much so the love in my heart is. I so know. it's just it, it's over. It overflows. I do feel that those are my my long lost. <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't understand. I'm like, where where did my life go off the path where that's not my from my loins there? I don't understand. <sighs> I just, I really don't. It's confusing. Every day I, know, I look at Anora and I'm like, we must be twins because these kids clearly look just like me. <laughs> you no, know, and I say to myself, how am I not the father? <laughs> and I mean, we, how that am I, not the father I think we know of, that we are the mother and father. I of just the, of our don't daughters. understand how. Now, Sasha Flick, okay. Sasha Flick sent us, Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. You don't even know what we went through <laughs> when this came. When we picked this up from the French mail store. Mm -hmm. I had to physically restrain Julie from immediately going <laughs> because we were already hung over. Sasha's like, sorry about your cleanse. And I, but little did she know the cleanse had already been done. Yeah. And we were it was our first hangover. And you tried to immediately go use this. And I was like, <laughs> I need some want some more time to marinate with our Gus's famous spicy fried chicken gift card mm -hmm. and the Bevmo gift card that she sent with it. Yep. That is a whole you don't just willy nilly <laughs> run out and do that. No. That be that is a thing you plan. You wait for it. You think about it each day. Right. You go, it's coming up. Yep. We're gonna get our gusses on Friday, yep. Yep. and we make a plan. We go to Bevmo. We settle in with all the drugs and alcohol <laughs> and food, and we just have our whole night. And she wrote a limerick of sorts, a okay. little longer than a techno technically okay. a limerick, but I like to think of it as a limerick because it's very musical, as, as is Sasha Flick. Brandy and Julie, Julie and Brandy, two ladies who love the taste of a shandy. Possibly now you might be on a cleanse. 
eating healthy like your cute little wren. But you can't wait for a splurge day to begin. <laughs> so when those hunger pangs strike strong from watching Trisha P. nosh all day long, here's a yummy food gift to enjoy with main sides and desserts to deploy. All this food your mouths will destroy. But soon you'll have that great thirst with spicy chicken one's tongue must be nursed. Be it champagne, vodka, whiskey, or beer, whatever choice you make, it should be clear. All of them. My love and respect for you both is truly sincere. So get some chicken and some booze and chase away your Cornova blues. <laughs> Eating and drinking in the Kardashian TV glare or maybe an unsolved mystery for a scare? Whatever it be, nightcap, it in the drug den lair. Love Sasha, aka Flick Flick, aka DG Sashai, La Fleek, aka Flicky. Um, Sasha, before we go, I want to let you know um, our new eating TV companion is only, only <laughs> Trisha Paytas. And especially with fried chicken last night we had buttered noodles with trisha yep we will eat the spicy fried chicken with no one but trisha paid yeah. she has at least five videos eating legitimately Literally. five chicken yeah. i mean fried chicken five chickens yeah five chicken she has a brand new fried chicken one which we didn't watch because she's wearing a black wig and you weren't really feeling that last night because we were doing more buttered noodles yeah we will do the wig with yes. the fried chicken do you think if we sent her the uh, an additional Gus gift certificate, she would eat the Gus. I don't because chicken. I don't know that she eats spicy. Mm. Okay, now it's time for JoJo and Kiki. Lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, and put on your heels. Because I know exactly what we need. JoJo and Kiki. I want to have a Kiki. Lock the doors. Hey. JoJo and Kiki. Jojo and Kiki. I want to have Kiki. Die, turn, work. Jojo and Kiki. We are going to serve and work and turn and hunt, hunt, honey. All right. So last week, Minneapolis cop Derek Chauvin was convicted for murdering George Floyd in cold blood in the light of day in front of a crowd of pedestrian onlookers. It was a rare moment of justice, which has hardly ever served in this country, but we're all hoping the verdict will mark a sea change, not only here in America, but around the world, signaling that the times they are a change in. Hopefully. It really does feel like something crucial has shifted in the zeitgeist and we might actually be able to pick up some momentum in justice reform this time. Next week, the head of the Justice Mapping Project, Eric Cardora, is going to take us to Justice Mapping Skew, as you know, Mamma. I do. Now, Justice Mapping is just one piece of the gamey public safety <laughs> meat pie, but it's an important piece, and we are really looking forward to learning all about it from the nation's premier Justice Mapping dude, yeah, I as I like to call yes, him. Yes, and I can't <laughs> wait. It's so, so interesting. And he's also going to talk about some of the other meaty pieces of the public safety meat pie. Justice reform, neighborhood reform, prison reform, and last but not least, police reform. When we reimagine public safety to include all people, reforming America's police departments is undeniably the first step. And thanks to the work of the Black Lives Matter movement, the dedicated social justice warriors, every individual citizen who marched last summer, and the brilliant diverse cabinet put in place by Jojo and Kiki, that first step is finally happening. Yep. When they got elected, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris nominated Merrick Garland to be the new attorney general of the United States. 
Many people thought he wouldn't pass his Senate confirmation hearing as they blocked him when he was nominated to the Supreme Court by Barack Obama. But he did pass. And now Merrick Garland is proving that he is one babysitter who is not (laughs) to be fucked with. Last week, after the Chauvin Mm. verdict, he announced an investigation into the Minneapolis Police Department. And this week, he announced an investigation into the Louisville, Kentucky Police Department responsible for the no-knock warrant that killed Breonna Taylor last year. Ooh, the powers that be in Kentucky are trash. From their senators, Mitch McDickle and douchefuck Rand Paul, to their entire state legislature. The people of color in that state, and particularly in the city of Louisville, are not only woefully underrepresented, they are also criminally over-targeted. None of the officers in the police killing of Breonna Taylor were arrested or charged. And this left a gaping wound in Kentucky that hopefully begins to heal with the Merrick Garland Justice Department investigation. In both the Minneapolis and the Louisville uh, Police Department investigations, the DOJ will be assessing, okay? Whether the officers in those departments engage in patterns or practices of using unreasonable force, Mm. including with respect to people involved in what they call peaceful expressive activities, which I'm just assuming means protests, marches, Mm -hmm. rallies, probably even parties. Right. Expressive activities that are peaceful. Right. They will also be assessing if the officers in those departments engage in unconstitutional stops searches and seizures Mm. they will be assessing to see if the departments unlawfully execute search warrants on private homes which i think we know they do (laughs) they will assess if the departments engage in discriminatory conduct on the basis of race or fail to provide public services that comply with the americans with disabilities act oh god i got goosebumps Uh, The investigation will include a comprehensive review of both police departments' policies and training and assess the effectiveness of the department's supervision of officers and systems of accountability. The Justice Department released a statement about the investigations which said, quote, We will follow the facts and the law wherever they lead. If violations are found, the Justice Department will aim to work with the city and police department to arrive at a set of mutually agreeable steps that they can take to correct and prevent unlawful patterns or practices, unquote. Okay, so I watched a live stream of the press conference in Louisville on Monday after Merrick Garland's announcement of the investigation. Mm -hmm. And I really liked some of what the mayor and the police chief had to say. Like I was, that's part of the reason that we're doing this in JoJo and Kiki, just because I really felt upon listening to these guys, and obviously we're not, you know, going to be huge fans of the mayor, you know, there, any, like we said, of the state legislature. But I felt like, you know what? These motherfuckers know they're being investigated. This goes for (laughs) Minneapolis, too. And they're finally on board. It's Mm. like, you know what? It's time. It's time to just clean motherfucking (laughs) house. The the racist Scots Mm. to go. You gotta go. You're on a power trip. You're an alpha male. Whatever the reason, you're ex-military. Whatever the fucking reason is, you're in here. If it's the wrong one, you're out. And they... And all of the the what my feeling was, and we're gonna play some clips, is that all of the prior the the protections of the past, like you know, snitches get stitches and all that shit, <laughs> amongst like you know mm-hmm. employees and employers. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna tell on my mm-hmm. my coworker, mm-hmm. my brothers. Yeah, I feel like that that's that's going away now, or there's just a vibe. Yeah, the vibe ever the, because Derek Chauvin, I think, started the vibes, and also this administration. This administration is, and, and, and JoJo said it from the beginning, and I can't believe I'm even, 
I can't even believe I feel this way. Honestly, I can't. <laughs> I can't believe I feel this way. But I do. They have made me feel this way. I believe. I believe in them. I believe in them. And I believe that Jojo is literally leading by example. And his yeah. example. And he said, he said, we're going to lead by example. And Peter Alexander, listen up. Listen up, <laughs> Peter Alexander. We're talking to you. Jojo said, you know, we're going to. We're, we're, I'm going to have a diverse cabinet. I'm going to be listening to everyone. I'm going to take an account, uh, just just all of it. And he is. And, and I feel is. I feel sorry for the Qunanis because for me myself, I'm I'm extremely we are extremely cynical. Oh my god! I do not trust authority of any no. kind. I don't trust government officials. No. I was on the brink of becoming a Qunani <laughs> yeah. simply because of the pandemic and the whole uh, fucking thing and uh-huh. believe and Trump and believing mm-hmm. I was constantly you we were constantly mm-hmm. lied to and mm-hmm. it's just like I can't fucking handle this and the goddamn aliens and being lied to about the aliens <laughs> and the grassy knoll and JFK uh-huh. and the whole thing <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're right you said it because of this peasant stink on ice I couldn't I couldn't resist because I said you said it you said it they stink <laughs> on sir, ice sir <laughs> the, the peasants they're revolting you said it they stink <laughs> on ice because you, what you said is that he's leading by example, and I guess that's it. Because all of a sudden, I got the mayor of Louisville, who we know for sure is a fucking Republican, and then we got the police chief, who is this woman who you know was formerly the police chief in Atlanta when mm-hmm. Rayshard Brooks, when he was killed in the Wendy's Park drive-through mm-hmm. because he was mm-hmm. sleeping in the Wendy's drive-through, they end up some Atlanta PD cops end up freaking killing him in the parking lot of Wendy's. She was a police chief at that time. She then resigned because right. that wasn't but. By no means was that even that wasn't even the first killing of an unarmed right, black man right. in Atlanta right. last year when it happened. Right. And that was right in the the, the literal like, days following George Floyd. Yep. So this woman, um, Erica Shields, she's the police chief. She resigned and, of course, landed here in Louisville because they had open arms. They're like, you know what? Are you problematic? Come here, you know. And I feel like all of what you said, because of maybe, I guess, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I'm just like listening to them. And I believe them. I believe that they are this this mayor and this police chief, this woman. I believe she's ready for change. I believe she has something to prove. I believe she doesn't want fucking right. racist fuckface cops in her department. They know that even the vibes of the entire country uh, not respecting any police officers, fearing police, thinking of it, not, I mean, becoming like this low, just you oh, are like bo- when, beneath all of us. When we see a cop car, we just get a gross out. feeling. We're like, read the room. Yeah. No one wants you here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just gross, gross, gross. And But like she said, and we've heard, and it's true, there are, yes, there are good cops. Just like there's good men, there's good cops. <laughs> That, that I mean, think about it. Yeah, that's the truth. So you don't just throw all men away. No, there are good ones, and we're being led by one of the best ones, right. showing us this is why he gets to be alive. This is why men get to be alive, and this is now we're now going to start to learn why cops get to continue to be alive. Okay, so here's the mayor first. His name's Greg Fisher. He's the mayor of Louisville. He's simply telling, in in the press conference, he's telling the police officers in the department, if you're not shady, then you won't sweat an investigation. <laughs> to the officers of LMPD, let me repeat, as I have often said, you have an unbelievably difficult job working to keep us safe while policing equitably across our community. Good officers will welcome this announcement and see it as an exciting time to be part of reform and transformation. To the people of Louisville, know that you are the ultimate winners of this review, which will help us remove 
as quickly as possible any obstacles that stand in the way of Louisville becoming a more just and a more compassionate city, a city of equity and constitutional policing for all of our residents. I mean, that sounds good. And I believe they that's the residents of Louisville will be the ultimate winners there. And we know from Charles Booker and just the state the, at large, it's just going to be that state needs so much help yeah. and so much reform in so yeah. many ways. And and I think it will be a huge influence on the rest of the country, too. All right. Well, here is a clip of the Louisville police chief, Erica Shields. Yeah, that is like actually, that's actually her last name. Erica Shields. Show me your shield. It's that's like, like a learning on the shield. That is a character out of a, yeah. out of a cop show. Um, who we just discussed earlier, saying that the investigation will be a good thing for the department and for the city. I can't say that I was entirely surprised um, by the DOJ's announcement. Um, and I think that as someone who truly believes in police reform and doing things differently, which will only help us as a profession in the long run, I, I, think, it's, I think it's a good thing. I think that it's necessary because police reform, quite honestly, is needed in near every agency across the country. That's good. Yep. And if us at Louisville LMPD are going to be one of the flagship departments for change, then bring it on. Ooh. We're going to deliver. <laughs> Yeah. What I have found in my short time here is a department that is comprised of some Assholes. of the most oh. <laughs> honorable men and women I've ever worked with in law enforcement. Okay. They want to get it right. They want the community to be proud of them. And so what I look at this is an opportunity to quicken the pace in which we can make those changes essential so that the community trusts us and believes in us. The city had invested in, prior to my arrival, and it was rolled out shortly after I started, in an independent audit of the department, a top-to-bottom review by Hilliard Heinz, third party. And it put forward a number of recommendations that were extremely beneficial for us as we develop our strategic plan moving forward and as we oper operationalize changes. But the reality of it is, is what the DOJ is doing is they're bringing more resources, drilling down in greater detail, and also providing the guidance of what it is the federal government wants to see nationally from law enforcement agencies. And there has to be clarity and uniformity on that if we're ever, ever going to be in a space where policing is a profession that we can be proud of in every corner of America. You know, I feel like after that happened with Rayshard Brooks, that they knew what you know what what they were getting when they when they hired her when they mm -hmm. and she and for her it's like she left Atlanta and right. to Louisville like yeah. it's not easy to go from Georgia to Kentucky like no. that's very very just a different it's much more rural country I guess yeah. I don't know what even words yeah. really and but Atlanta's like you know that's like yeah. New York Chicago Boston yeah. L A Atlanta yeah. yeah. Louisville's not, it's different. And she took that job knowing full well about Breonna Taylor. Breonna yeah. Taylor had already happened, happened Ray, and George Floyd, that was in Minneapolis. Rayshard Brooks had just happened in Atlanta. So they all knew what was going on. And she said she showed up there ready for reform. They were right. already doing an independent audit. All of that stuff 
just gives me the feels. I just have, mm-hmm. I have a really positive feeling towards her and I wanted more than anything to be like, get the fuck out of my face, you tool. <laughs> um, and again, just to reiterate, we said it before, She's, um, she was the chief of police in Atlanta. <laughs> I think that, yeah, the, do- wow. the dogs are howling for, for Erica Shields. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling that she's actually not going to let them continue their racist bullshit. Mm-hmm. She's got something to prove, and I do believe she's going to prove it. And hopefully that means actually reforming that cesspool of assholes <laughs> into a functioning arm of equitable public safety. Okay, now we get to hang out with one of our favorite comedians and talk some shit. I do whatever the fuck I want. That's how I got famous, talking shit. And I'm gonna keep talking shit. I'm gonna keep talking shit till the day I die, bitch. Matter of fact, I'm gonna record something. So when I'm dead and I'm in a casket, I'm gonna be on a fucking radio talking shit like, yeah, at my funeral, let me tell you about these motherfuckers. Okay, this is our segment called Talking Shit, where we hang out with comedians and talk shit about politics. Why? Because talking shit is fun, and comedians are funny, and Forever 21 is already beyond fucking bananas. Beyond, which is why we are so excited for our guest today. Not only is she a hilarious producer, writer, and stand-up comedian, she's also smart as fuck and knows a puss ton about politics. That is correct. So without further fucking ado, it's time for us to talk some shit with our friend, Sharon Houston. Hey, Hey, Sharon! Sharon. (laughs) Hi, guys. It's so weird to be on the podcast and not listening to the podcast. (laughs) I mean, you might be the only person that we've ever talked talked shit with that actually listens to the yeah, podcast. I listen to, I listen to every episode and I text Julie. I Every time you guys pitch something, I text Julie and go, should I buy that? And she goes, oh, it's really good. I'm like, okay. And then I buy it. I bought the deodorant. I bought the cereal. Like whatever you guys are, everything except for the mental health I have signed up for. Yeah, it is. It is important for the listeners to know that Sharon is our number one, I think, product purchaser. <laughs> I believe she yeah. is. I believe she is number one. So, Shern, before we get down to shit talking, tell our fourteen listeners where you fall on the sliding Democrat douche scale. Okay, <laughs> so one being you're so middle, you're damn near Republican douche, <laughs> and ten being AOC called and nothing in the world is ever good enough <laughs> for me douche. I'm number ten. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm a ten. I'm 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 a t- I'm a t- ten. Ten means like like I'm super super liberal, like super super duper liberal, like beyond. I mean, you just have to think about this, or this is what I always think. You, we have, we just, you know, the census just came out today. There's over 331 million people living in this country. Most of them pay taxes. Do you realize how much money our government makes just from the just from low income people who pay taxes? Yeah, me alone. And we can't have- <laughs> me alone, Sharon. <laughs> me alone. I'm keeping this country afloat. Okay, no, ma'am, ma'am. Well, that's not true because you really haven't paid your tax. You owe a lot oh, of taxes. The, the taxes I owe, okay, <laughs> are keeping this country afloat. And every fucking year, they find more money for another year to charge me for fucking taxes. It's crazy. Yeah. And they're adding all that interest is helping us. You know, and why don't I have health insurance? I should call them and say, Julie Goldman should be paying for my health insurance right now. I should be. I already am. I don't know why you don't. You should. You should say that my taxes that I owe are paying for your fucking health insurance that you don't have. Did the census, yeah. the census just came out and it was, is 
did it come out this week? We should probably know for this It came moment. out literally five minutes ago. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, we actually, California lost a seat in the House. Yeah. Uh, Texas gained two. Ew. Um, yeah, there's a Florida gained one. It, it's interesting, but I mean, this is, let me tell you something, this is the slowest growth we've ever had as a nation in 10 years. And that's what happens when you kill a bunch of people with from a virus. That's what mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. That that's, is such I, a bummer about California. And then two red states got more <sighs> Congress members. That's so annoying. Yeah, but here's the thing. You can't hate on Texas for being a red state because it's actually more blue than you think it's about the districting and the gerrymandering that's why that's why it texas goes red for house seats and senate seats i have family in austin and they're like we've been democrats our whole lives and we feel like our vote doesn't count because of the way that it's the way that the districts are drawn there's no way for democrats to win they make it impossible and they're making it harder because they're about to redistrict Good old Beto O'Rourke didn't fucking come through. <laughs> well, you know what? Tesla just moved there, and I'm sure Tesla took a lot of the the lib, the libs. You lib, know, libs heart. Yeah, and they're all gonna <laughs> vote. You know, I just feel like all of the all of the businesses that are going there are gonna hopefully at some point turn right, the state like blue. turn it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hope you would hope you you hope, but if they keep you know if they keep suppressing the vote. I mean, it's just a nightmare. I hate, I'm, I mean, as, as a woman, okay, um, I am real sick of old white men telling me what the fuck to do. And that's what's making me so goddamn mad. I mean, I, I, I just, I can't even, I get so mad. I just, I get so mad. I didn't, okay, fill, sorry. Out, I didn't fill out the census. I was so, Why? I was like cracked out. I was so paranoid of Trump. And normally I would always, it was like, it was just a weird combination of I was like, don't try and like, find get me. Your data or yeah, it was all about my data, <laughs> and it was, and I, you know, it was just, it was a bad move on my part because it, I mean, it helps even Burbank get money, even just right. your your oh, very local government. I helps. did it in red pen. I was like, lesbian <laughs> <laughs> woman <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> White. I feel- <laughs> I'm even white. I'm e- I have to just claim it. Yes, I'm white. Okay? It is what it is. I mean, I did mine online. I just was like, oh, I'm going to do it online. Everybody just oh. do it online. Yeah. That got me even more paranoid. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can't do it. I was like, then it's, then it's all going to be there. Then it's going to be data and it's going to be online. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't mind. And nor should I have. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of during, during the pandemic, many people experienced a um, technology slash internet slash data paranoia. Yeah. And it was real. You know, it was real. Okay. Or they died. Right. <laughs> or that. From the coronavirus. It was probably that too. <laughs> or that. Or that. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of, let's talk shit about the Rona. So have you gotten your vaccine? I don't even know if we're allowed to ask that. Are you going to keep wearing the mask? Because the CDC is about to announce any minute now that we don't have to wear the masks outside anymore. Um, I wear my mask all the time. I have been double vaccinated. Ooh. I had zero side effects. I got Pfizer. And um, <laughs> and I went to a drag show on Saturday night in Ooh. Long Beach. Ooh. I ate food and I had a cocktail. <laughs> it was fabulous. But yeah, I'm still going to wear a mask. I mean, I'm not double masking it anymore, but I'm, I'm still going to mask it. I mean, honestly, I haven't... Yes, I got the flu shot as well, but I haven't gotten sick. <laughs> was so the, if I don't, was I, the drag like show inside or outside? Outside. And were the masks on? Yes. Okay. 
Well, that's still very safe. Oh, that my God. It was good. so fun. Yeah, it was good. Even the dumbest drag show now, it's going to be like, so this good. is the best thing I've ever oh, done. I know. I want to go. <laughs> go have a cocktail outside and watch a drag show. The drag queens wore like, uh, they wore like plastic. They wore shields or they wore a plastic thing over their lips so we could still see them lip syncing. Imagine oh. if they just, you know, imagine if they pulled a Valentina and like <laughs> none of them had to learn the songs, just the choreo. I didn't even think about them with doing either. it with masks on. I didn't either but that makes sense the good old face shield i love those now were you were you a mask shamer or a mask shamey or did you just keep it tight to yourself like i'm not dealing with anyone else (laughs) um i cannot believe i was not reported on next door (laughs) (laughs) i roasted every bitch who (laughs) jogged in front of my place or was walking and lost my mind i lost i literally i was like I would check next door and go, somebody's going to out me. They're going to go, who's this crazy person? I, I, I really, I went to town. I went to town. <laughs> Everybody just had to find a way to get their, like, yeah. just get their energy out. With, you you know? mean as in when the jogger would jog past your place, you'd yell at them? Like you were the yes. lady hanging out the window, like, put your mask on! Like that? Yes. Yes, I would. If I was out walking, <laughs> walking my oh, I was worse than that. I was like, I, I screamed at this one lady. I was like, "Hey, you should be wearing a mask because you're in the demo, you dumb bitch." <laughs> and, she goes, and she goes, "Excuse me, I'm not that old." I said, "Well, you look like shit." <laughs> And she said, have a nice day. And I said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I lost my mind. And then I found that, that I found the best way thing to say so that people don't get mad at you or like, you know, I, white women love to go have a nice day after you roast them. <laughs> As if they're taking the high road. I'm like, oh, I'm not taking the high road, lady. It's coming harder. Oh. But um, <laughs> the best like way, <laughs> I said, you look like shit. She did. She looked 50. And she's like, I'm not in a demo. I'm like, well, you better start using some sunscreen, you dumb cunt. <laughs> so yeah, there's um, I, what, the, the line that worked the best where people would just stop in their tracks and think about what they were doing. I would say, my friends don't have jobs because you're not wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I love that you don't make it you. Like, (laughs) other people I know. (laughs) Well, because I had a job. So I was like, why am I so mad? (laughs) Right. Why am I so mad? It's because it's it's exactly like me with the data. Mm -hmm. Everybody just had to get their screw loose in one way or the other. You know, it's like, just we just turned. Do you think you'll turn back? Or do you you think you'll still attack strangers? (laughs) Just for different things now. Like, (laughs) get your fucking oil changed. Tool? <laughs> no. If that's what no. I do. <laughs> the way you walk is weird. <laughs> Your car's registration is expired. Your piece of shit. Yeah, no. Put no, the car back, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, the, card, the card at the supermarket. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to leave people alone now. But I did. Get, I, I I really lost my shit on quite a few people. I, I there. I I mean, I I was bad. I was very bad. But I don't care. They should have been wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's going to be all- it's going to be kind of weird. This this little window yeah. when people don't know that the CDC said you don't have to or they do. Oh. And it's some people do. Some people don't. And then people are because people get in the vaccine. They get in the I'm vaccinated fight now. Right. Like, fuck like off, where's I'm- your mask? Like, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Or like the CDC is going to be all that. <laughs> so, Sharon, right. you might not should retire yet. <sighs> you might got to keep keep it going just for like another month. 
the, you know. Oh, I, oh, I will. I, I mean, I got into a, a little uh, altercation within the elevator because I moved. I, I don't live in that place anymore. I moved and now I live in a building that has an elevator. And some people were on the elevator with no mask and they were like, come on in. And I said, no. I go, turn around. See the sign on the wall? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and they were just like, ooh. And they shut the, and I'm like, I was, I reported them to security at the front desk. I'm like, listen, these motherfuckers, I think they live on the fifth floor. Go get them. <laughs> I didn't know their names. I didn't know how to identify them. So there's a lot of people that live here. And I just wanted them to, you know, put their fucking mask on when on the elevator. Is it a big building that you live in? It's not. It's big. It's pretty big. I mean, it's not like a high rise, but there are a lot of people here. And, you know, it's like one, two. It's like two or three buildings kind of melded together to make one building. It's hard to explain. Yeah, that's a lot of people, though, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so JoJo and Kiki just passed 100 days, and now give us the the Shern Houston report card. What are we dealing with here? What do you think? Well, honestly, I think they're doing a fantastic job. (laughs) Um, I do. I think they're doing great. They're like they're maintaining their cool they're getting everybody vaccinated they're not responding to the weird you know the stuff that republicans are saying to try to get everybody riled up like trump did Mm -hmm. they're just like just keep your head down and do your fucking job and that's what they're doing but i i did get a nice a nice uh bit of hope today finding out that um the one queuing in the dhs alejandro alejandro said love yeah we love Alejandro. Alejandro said, we're going to go and we're going to investigate the Department of Justice because there's some white supremacists here. So that's happening. Really? And oh. Yes, girl. Yes. But this is the thing. The administration doesn't tweet this stuff. Certain reporters will tweet it, but the news will not cover it for some reason, like mainstream media. They don't. They, they, they like to. I mean, it doesn't get them ratings. What they like to do is continue to. I don't know. They have a lot of smart people on the show's. Uh, you know on like msnbc but it's if they still perpetuate that you know gloom and doom instead of like we have a responsible government that's you know trying to function and they're actually working towards uh, accountability with the horrific january 6th thing like i would give them an excellent report card if if we had you know they need to bring chris ray in to testify about what happened on january 6th he's ahead of the fbi and we haven't heard shit from him mm-hmm. like th- what happened was dead serious and and, you know, I know behind the scenes they're handling it. Liz Cheney just came out and said, I support uh, an invest- a commission for January 6th. And she's the first Republican to break rank. Uh, and I'm it's like, let's go. Because they tried to fucking kill you. They tried to kill you. <laughs> it, it, that was serious. And I don't, you know, th- this needs to be fast. It is now, I'm looking at my watch. It's April. Uh, this We should have had that commission should have been uh, launched on January 22nd. And we should have had uh, Chris Ray should have been brought in to testify in front of the house. Well, I think they should bring you to testify in front of the house. Sure. I would love to testify and say, listen, I've been yelling at everybody. I'd like to testify about all the things yelling I did. Where were you? Were you were you? I guess we were just all at home when when during the insurrection. Yeah, during the Star Trek Capital Insurrection. (laughs) It was fucking, well, I just knew it was going to happen. Like when you, when you heard the rally, that there was a rally going on and you saw people, I'm like, this is not good. And when you saw Capitol Police not defending the cap, like some were, and some were just patting people on the back and letting them go through. I was like, oh, inside job. And I'm just some jackass watching it on TV. 
How, if yeah. I know it's an inside job, why doesn't the whole country know this? And why hasn't it been like, it doesn't need to be thoroughly investigated. We saw what fucking happened. And well, this Orwellian idea of like, don't believe your eyes is insane it, because it's starting to take over. And just as an FYI, let me tell you how radical I am. Yeah. The day that Trump was elected president, that was the beginning of World War III. We are now in an information war, and, and nobody, you know, Russia completely took our government hostage, and he didn't fire one shot. Putin didn't fire one shot. It's an information war. This is the new war. Agreed. So speaking of, let's talk shit about Republicans. Now, have you seen any of the QAnon documentaries? Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you seen them all? <laughs> Or did you just the HBO Max one? Because there's one on Vice too. Mm-hmm. If you ever, if you feel like you need to dip back in to the <laughs> to the QAnonie, just the vibes. If you want to go, it's mm-hmm. it's a different take. It's a different take. Yeah, it's not as good. Not as good. It'll do. Do it. they I, draw the same conclusion that um, that jackass in Japan is Q? No, they didn't get as far. They're uh. they're giving you a Michael Flynn effect. Yeah, they're giving you a Michael Flynn. They're giving you. They're giving you the first Q. Uh, yeah, they're giving you the first. Q. Rather than the the end game there. Right. Old yeah. Ron Copy Johnson it, right. or whatever his name right. was, Ron and Kurt or whatever. But, you know. I mean, that was just like more fuel for my rage. I'm like, this ugly motherfucker <laughs> is making all these pe- brainwashing people and they hate me? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, do you know any Qunanis personally? Because they're everywhere. And by the way, even in L.A., there are so many fucking Republicans in L.A. that yep. just, they're undercover. Mm-hmm. And it, you know. Well, you know, one made a movie. What? Oh, get ready. I'm actually doing a show on the 12th with the headliner, Jamie Kennedy, uh, is in the movie. And I'm going to ask him why he was in that movie. There's a guy, he's Republican and he's very right wing. And he made a movie. It's an anti-abortion movie. And he's, uh, uh, he's, you know, the reason I know about this movie is because uh, just for the, uh, for the, for the audience, I'm a producer on Judge Jerry, Jerry Springer's court show. Thank you. And I was looking for tribute artists who would want to sue each other in the courtroom because we want to have some funnier cases. And a guy who plays literally every country artist he he does uh, i have to send you his website he does like 500 different he does johnny cash he does willie nelson he does everyone he was in the movie playing ted koppel and he never got paid no what? Yeah, he, yeah he never got paid and he's about to sue him he's like i don't know how to sue people in the old courtroom can you tell me about the sire and i'm like i can he had to put in a claim to sag several but, actors didn't get but paid is he gonna sue them on judge jerry I wish. Oh. He, no, probably not. I don't think I can get the plaintiff on or the defendant on. He he won't want to promote his movie while he's being sued for not paying the actors in the movie. But what but there's a, is the movie a reenactment documentary with acting? Uh, <laughs> um, I wish because I would actually watch that. I love that. Um, I love it. It's like an abortion. It's supposed to come out this year. It's an abortion. Like he wants to like not. He wants people to reconsider. You know, I love all these men who have abor- have, have opinions on what I should do with my body. Let me tell you something. I had an abortion. It was fabulous. <laughs> I would do it again just for Highly fun. Recommend. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> just for fun, Mamma. She said you do yeah. it just for fun. It cleans out all your pipes. You're, you know, when you, if you have a heavy period after the abortion, mm. then you're like, oh, I'm going to have a normal period for six months. This is <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> You're the only person that said it was fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, it really was wonderful. 
And you know, so everyone's experience is different. That's why it's called choice. That's why it's you do what you want to do and someone else does what they want to do. Like, get yeah. out of my fucking vagina. Ugh. So do you know any Qnani's? I don't know any, not that I know of. I mean, they might be like on the low QAnonies. There's got to be some in your building. There has to be. They are fucking everywhere. (laughs) You know, I don't know. That's a a good question. But I don't know any personally. You think I, you think I would know because I, you know, with comedians, but I I don't know. I, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think I know any. I imagine if you did, I don't think you would shy away from. Uh, outing them speak or, or also speaking like you know like sometimes we meet people on set or you meet people and all of a sudden it comes out that they're queuing on or right and i just would you know sometimes you're just like ignore ignore me i i'm an engager i think i don't know i, I believe you're probably like that that you are a since you're so filled with rage that you want to um eviscerate them in public or That's exactly you... what I would do. Okay. Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> and if I were a boss, I would fire them. I would be like, you got to get the fuck out of here, dude. You got to get out of here. And that's why they, they do try to keep uh, it. And especially true. in L.A. too, they're all like, they, they, you know, the Republicans try and act like they, oh, we're so persecuted right, in they're L.A. Pretty, yeah, they're victims. Yeah, so they, so they try and keep it a secret. I mean, I'm going to leave this story right here for you guys because I'm quite sure a few. I, I, I don't know if some members of my family are dancing around it. Mm-hmm. So I was at a family function this weekend. But um, where I brought up this story, which is the only reason... I thought, oh, are you guys getting queuing on? But we almost <laughs> had this guy on the podcast, but he oh. was a little too scary. <laughs> and um, and his name is Chris. Mm-hmm. And my best friend from high school's name is Chris. And my best friend from high school was at a wedding this weekend that I was supposed to go to. But he has his first gay boyfriend and he needed to mow me and take his gay boyfriend to the wedding. So I texted Chris on saturday night and said i know you're all up in your boyfriend's dick area but will you send me the meme that you sent me of the scarecrow that's pat or the body that's passed out and it's just some dumb meme i want him to send me of like a drunk person in a field where he's like remember shout out to when we used to go to sleepovers but we were really dying in a field of alcohol poisoning and i wanted the meme and i accidentally sent the no yes to the QAnon chris and said, I know you're all up in your boyfriend's dick area. <laughs> and I had to be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I have another friend. His name's Chris. He's gay. I'm really sorry. I don't know why I sent that to you late on a Saturday night. I'm like, oh, God. Did he respond? Yeah, he was like, huh. Or I should. I don't know. I don't can't remember. Oh, but- my God. <laughs> and we did not. It was hard enough to just like uh, it- disentangle ourselves from him. Right, Mamma? He was Sharon. He <laughs> Uh, the thing was this, as you know, I'm not afraid of getting in a debate or in a fight with someone. I love, I live, I'm born, I'm reborn again. However, this person's baggage, unfortunately, is too scary as far as trolls, doxing, like, we don't want to get into a situation where and, well, they're that's now going to bring that, that whole community, which is the, which is the QAnon community, which is we're going to f- do something t- to physically harm you. So we basically told him that. And then he got. I can't we can't even really describe to you the level of which he went. So basically, here's what he said. He okay. said, ha ha ha. OK, good luck. How's everything going with election fraud? You guys, still, <gasps> you guys still making, quote unquote, funny jokes on the right side of that 
funny in quotes. And I just said, okay, I'm not going to respond to that. I mean, it, it, I don't, the fact that you can't, this is where I get baited and I would be like, yeah, I'm making really funny jokes about that cock. Why don't you keep sucking the dicks that you pretend you're not fucking sucking, you QAnon piece of shit. And like, oh my God, I, I would just be sending in pictures of those guys from the documentary and going, oh, you talking about this guy, this guy, <laughs> this and, fucking loser in Japan. And okay. it's funny because in the documentary, they do say at the very end, they're like, once, once it, they all thought fucking they were going to get arrested. And remember, they were like mm-hmm. this inauguration, they're going to Hillary and they're all going to get arrested at the yes. fucking inauguration. Yep. Nothing happened at the inauguration. Yep. Yep. And then they all were just like lost. And what they glommed onto was the media and right. you know the big lie and how they're they're all being kept down by the media and it's like and right. it, it's just exactly the way this guy acted like he was going to record it himself too which i mean fine go ahead but it right. just got it was just too too scary yeah well he was going to say that we were going to suppress him that my my lesbian lefty you know propaganda why can't she stand by what she believes why does she it's all my because shallow belief yeah your fake beliefs Ultimately, I'm just happy that in the late Saturday night that I did delete <laughs> butthole, you're in your boyfriend's butthole, and instead I went, I'm going to say dick area just because I don't want him to just read this out to a group, and I'll make it a little more sexy. Wow. Thank God I didn't say butthole to the good old QAnon Chris. Wow, I cannot believe you sent that to QAnon Chris. <laughs> and then I told my family, and they were like... I just got some vibes that maybe like some of my family was in there. I was like, okay. I mean, that really checks out, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad. Do you have conservative people in your family, Sharon? I do, but they're not QAnoners. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so these ones aren't for, aren't for sure, but yeah, they're conservative. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, mine are conservative, but they're they're way not, not QAnoners at all. Um, it's like a half, it's like a split. Although, you know, I don't know. I don't really talk to some people because of, our differences, so they might be queuing on. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to talk to my little brother because I'm afraid that he's queuing on. Oh. If anybody that's strongly on Facebook, if they were already conservative or Republican or whatever, or maybe if they were just into conspiracies, I think it's the difference between like an, an older Republican who might not be on Facebook that much and then somebody who's on Facebook, they have been probably taken into QAnon. Right. Well, this was what blows my mind is like the boomers, you know, listen, I, I came about because uh, I'm pretty sure uh, there were some illegal substances taken. There was a dance on a disco floor. <laughs> what happened to that person? How did they turn mm. into these crazy conservatives? I'm like, you guys were doing coke and discotheques <laughs> in Miami. What's <laughs> happening? You guys were cool. I mean, it's just very weird what, uh, what, the, what, the, what this generation, uh, the, the older generation has turned into. Yeah, it that's is true. Weird. That's a very good point. Liza Minnelli famously at studio 54 um judged the biggest load contest okay (laughs) okay we learned that direct direct from the guy who started the party said that was one of her claims to fame in the oh uh, when i uh, lived yeah julie did you ever go to king for the big dick contest in the west village i did no no i did not no i did not (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I can just imagine. I mean, I was a mere 22 years old, but I can imagine there must have been some 30-year-olds there. And what if they turned into QAnon? I'm like, You're right. come back You're absolutely to the right. days. That's true. Yeah, like, it's just very weird how when people get older, I don't know what happens. I don't know. But they just become crazy people. That is true. Not And, I, and may I dare I say, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying that Liza Minnelli is QAnon, but I'm just saying. I hope that, not. I'm just saying that that generation seems to go quite conservative. 
Yeah. Yes. I hope ours doesn't. And speaking of, like, I hope all those loads aren't queuing on, too. <laughs> no. I mean, jizzy QAnons. Now, okay, on still talking about Republicans, mm -hmm. let's talk shit about Caitlyn Jenner running for governor of California. Like, wowzer. I mean, that tracks. I mean, it, it, it's, it's another distraction. Okay, so I want to point you guys to the state of Florida, where two Republican operatives put fake Democrats on the ballot to split the vote. And that's how uh, the Democrats lost some, some seats in the state Senate. And this is what that is. So it's just manipulation. Mm. It's it's noise, and that's but that's what propaganda is. That's what that's what they call active measures. I'm, I sound like a, I, I you know what I always say. I sound like a conspiracy theorist. But I'm like, no, you don't. You you can see what the fuck is happening. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, it's just a distraction. She's not a legitimate, she's not somebody that should be a candidate. She killed somebody. <laughs> so I she, forgot. Yes. Oh my God. How, da how dare I fucking forget? <laughs> I only ever bring up Laura Bush, Brandy, and then that stupid bitch from the Noxima commercials. I oh, she killed somebody? Rebecca Gayhart? Yes. Oh my God, Rebecca. Oh. That's the main one that I always think about because it was in Hollywood. And it was like a little boy. Oh my God, I forgot. That's such good news. I forgot about that <laughs> fucking Caitlyn Jenner thing. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, Thank it you wasn't for that me. long ago. It was like right when she right was when she starting her transition. Yeah. 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 I mean, we still called her Bruce, but but I mean, listen, I've heard stories that one of the reasons the marriage fell apart, it wasn't so much about uh, Caitlyn wanting to transition. It was more about um, him just sitting. They had like a TV room and he would just sit in front of Fox TV all day and just <gasps> yell at the TV. No. Mm -hmm. Awful. I don't know if that's true, but I, I read I read it somewhere. I heard it somewhere. Um, Awful. But I believe that. I believe that. I believe but, I it, mean, too. It, yeah, he's always been, I, I guess, I don't know if he's always been super conservative, but, you know, Fox News is a propaganda outlet. I, you know. And it brainwashes uh, people, and they get so addicted to it. after the transition, and then <laughs> she's got her show, she experienced all the fucking hate, all of the backlash, all of the um, discrimination. And then wants to fight for LGBTQ rights and then comes around and evolves on sort of sort of gay marriage and gay rights or whatever. And now you're fully transitioned, you're transgender, you're blah, blah, blah. You're living your best fucking life and you want to you're still Republican. I mean, well, that's why I was so mad that Sports Illustrated or was it Sports Illustrated or was it ESPN that gave her? Uh, I think it was ESPN. They, they gave her an ESPY. And I was so right. upset about that. I'm like, if that's the woman you want to give an ESPY to, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That better. You know, I mean, we're we are here for Gavin motherfucking Newsome. OK, like we're not trying to recall the Gavster. Sorry, <laughs> no. went up to fucking stupid ass French laundry. <laughs> you know, we we, we did At have to beginning. read him. Yeah, we had to read him and for he that. Got read. Yeah. And then and he said, sorry. And he said, sorry. I don't know. I'm not. Are you mad at the Gav or are you? How do you feel? No, about I'm not mad at the Gav at all. What I am curious about, though, is, you know, looking at what happened in the pandemic and how they just did not, you know, federal government did not take care of the population. That no. tracks because Trump. But, you know, California has what the GDP greater than Germany and Germany was able to take care of their citizens. We don't even have health insurance. 
we never got any kind of, of financial assistance. I didn't need it. I would have forfeited mine to someone who, you know, wasn't working. But like, you know, they, it, it, that's what I want to know. Like, how are state funds managed that they can't even take care of the people in their state? I mean, God, thank God we didn't have an earthquake during those four oh, years. Yeah. Thank mm. God. Well, we had those fucking fires and nobody yeah. could leave the house. Yeah. And I mean, he nope. definitely the the I mean, there is so much shady shit going on with the way the funds are managed and yeah. i mean that's just even just the police department and yeah. LAUSD. Yeah. like i mean and that's well i guess those are la but i mean god forbid on i don't i'll always be like nope no money for schools no money for police <laughs> even fr from the beginning of time because it's so corrupt yeah. but also i mean he fucked up when he you know he he had all of the hair like hair salons anybody who had like a small business. a lot of people had to stay home like way longer than they should have yeah. or they weren't allowed yeah and that was, you know, but we're still supportive of him. So it can't be that easy what he's doing. And, you know, we don't want to recall him. Uh, but no. we, we had I don't some want, questions as well. Nobody wants to recall him. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's another propaganda. That's another Oh, Russian that's not propaganda. true? No, they do. They're, they do. No, they, they are doing they it. Do. A small group They're is doing. trying. Exactly. And who started it? Some stranger in a Russian a troll farm oh. that got on Facebook. Oh. Well, right. And Karen from Orange County. I don't know if you know about <laughs> her, but her real name's Karen from Orange County. <laughs> And she is very, very, very active with trying to recall uh, Governor Newsom <laughs> and making California red. I mean, the they are on it. In Burbank, there Tin have been... Tin Horn Flats. Yeah, yeah. So there's this like bar called Tin Horn Flats. And yeah, these, isn't it it's owned by an Armenian guy, right? Yes. And this, Okay, we're and, gonna, we, let's talk about that. Go ahead. And you know what? Maybe you can get him on Judge yeah, Jerry. Yeah, Judge Jerry. He, Ooh! <laughs> you got to fucking do it. Because this was hardcore, okay, Sharon? They... These guys, it's two guys that own the bar, they were not going to be closed. And they are super Trump, super right, super red, super Q. And they yep. kept the doors open throughout the entire pandemic. And there was always people around. There was like a line. There would always, be a line down always, the block to always. go in there. Well, the, the, the city council finally couldn't take it anymore. They closed them. They put a fucking, they were like, shut the doors. And he was like, no. And then they're like, yes. And then they fought and fought and fought and fought until the city put a fence around the entire building and locked it up. You can't now go even go near the door. So then people started to... And they to, were protesting, oh, QAnon, protesting. huge signs. Trump, oh Trump, Trump, recall Newsom, Trump, Trump, Trump. And those guys were out there yelling, yelling, yelling. And like, this was uh, the tiniest ca Star Trek capital insurrection. I mean, it was right there. Yeah, right. Um, uh, and we tried to us. like get into like a little bit of a, a a like bitchy fight with like the gay city councilman from Burbank on Twitter. I did try. And he didn't even care. He was no. like, oh my God, they're Trump supporters. They're tools. And like, didn't <laughs> he would not even be baited by Julie. No. And like, it was great because he just thought he would have, he's like, I'm going to have this Les at Trump supporter. She's not going to be, <laughs> she's not going to be mad at me anymore. He literally <laughs> compared them to Rosa Parks. Uh, look at it. I mean, I'm sorry. This guy's a fucking a douche. Like they needed to pay their dues the way Rosa Parks paid her dues, sir. What could they sir. do? On, what could they do on Judge Jerry? They could go on and try and get their money, right? Well, I mean, they could, but I, I'm sure no one from the city would come in to be the defendant on the show. That guy might, might, and he's really like he's loving was, his moment. That's yeah. why he did the Rosa Parks thing. Yeah, you can if you looked up Tin Horn Flats. Oh, I remember hearing about it, but but I just like, well, so I have a friend, my friend Dave, he's Armenian and he's, you know, Armenian rock star, bro. And I always, and so I, so he called me up during the pandemic. He's like, Sharon, I got COVID. I go, bro, what happened? 
and he's like, bro, I got sick. He he wasn't paying attention, and he was like, it's my birthday. I'm having a party, and he got COVID. He's like, Sharon, it was the worst thing I ever went through. Mm. And then I told my Armenian friend, because he's very frustrated with the Armenian community's support of Trump. And he goes, uh, he's like, I told my friends that I got that I got COVID, and the guys were like, bro, Armenians can't get COVID. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we can. We can get COVID. Like, you know, because we're human but, beings. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're all human beings. Because like, it's interesting because the Cuban community is the same way where they've like taken this weird turn where they're they've become these conservative Republicans. And I'm like, hold the phone. Trump is Castro. Are you not seeing that? Mm-hmm. And they don't. So it's just no, you know, and it's weird because like the reason I've always been, you know, I've always volunteered for presidential campaigns and all that fun stuff because when i was little my grandfather would always take me to the polls with him and he's like sharing when you're old enough to vote you have to vote because in cuba we can't vote but here we can vote and it's our right and we're so lucky that we can do this and so it's always been very important to me to vote and i don't understand people who don't vote and i don't understand people who vote against their best interests and they get brainwashed it's it's religion it, 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 it's it's just crazy to me i wish we i wish I don't know what we can do about it other than, you know, sign petitions and, you know, phone bank and, yeah. you know, I, yell I don't at know people. Either. I don't yeah. know either. Hopefully I they mean, can get at least while Jojo and Kiki are there, hopefully they can get at least some kind of voting, something with gerrymandering or something because it's it's nothing is ever going to be able to change if they can continue to like right. cheat the cheat the voting system. Yeah. With oh, no, no, we're. Chip. We're beyond that. We're fucked because these Republican, these uh, state, these Republican-controlled state legislatures that are passing these voter suppression laws. What they're doing is they're taking the uh, the the people who've always the voting commission that has always counted the votes. It's the way we've always done it. They're taking it, everything away from them, and they're letting parties, the Republican Party, count the votes. Oh, it's yeah. not good. No. We will be fucked. We will be living in a fascist state. Like they have to pass HR one now. They need to eliminate the filibuster yesterday and they need to get joe mansion and christian cinema in line oh, i mean that's what honestly. needs to happen yeah god or else we're fucked if, if hr1 doesn't pa- we're fucked we are fucked <laughs> and uh, look we already lost however many seats from the damn census i'm taking responsibility for losing that seat in <laughs> bakersfield or wherever it was yeah, but I, you know, everybody's don't. This is what the conversation is going to be. The conversation is going to be people didn't fill out their census form. Here's the truth: I'm sure a lot of people didn't fill out their census form because they were afraid they were going to be kidnapped by those ice patrols that were running around like Nazis. Listen, I lived in Koreatown, and we had a, a whole group of community people out wearing T-shirts that said, "You can talk to me to make sure if ice comes to your door, I'll hide you." Oof. I'm not kidding. Oh my like God. it was bad it was very bad and people were just kidnapping families in echo park like my friend jamie she, they kidnapped her neighbor she was getting out of her car and these ice guys come out of what? nowhere grab her and throw her in a van yes and she was raising money for them to try uh-huh. to get her out of the and they took her down to san diego to an ice detention facility she'd been living here for 16 years she's married and have kids oh they my just, god yeah so that was what was happening so yes it was a little bit of that but it also 500,000 people died. <laughs> also, well, thank you so much for doing our stupid podcast. We are definitely going to force you to do it again. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's one of my regulars. I listen to it on the reg. I mean, you uh, you should be doing this podcast because you know more than us. It's like I now I'm horrified that you've been listening because I'm like there. You're clearly not learning anything. So you're just listening <laughs> just to like have a, have a laugh. 
Who me? Yes, yeah. I, it totally makes me laugh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Because I'm like, like you I know all to the this. ads. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't even fast forward through the ads. Like, yeah. This is the only. Yeah. Do you yeah, hear that? Saying. The stupid bitch who said we are endless ads. <laughs> Some reviewer needed to go on and say the endless promotion that it's like, it's a good podcast, but just the endless promotion. Like I can't do it. One star. Well, how the fuck does she think you pay for it? <laughs> exactly. We can't suck dick anymore. So, you know, we got to, we got to get advertisers. So exactly. go fuck yourself. I hope she's the one that walks by your, the front of your building and you scream at her. She's probably, she's probably the one of them for your fucking neighbors, the one in the elevator. Oh, maybe. I, I don't know. They don't seem like they listen to podcasts. <laughs> Well, tell our 14 listeners where they can keep in touch with you because they're definitely going to want to. I don't know. They might hate me. Uh, you can follow me. First of all, everyone, please watch my wob. My wob. Please watch. <laughs> uh, please watch my web series, Bob and Donna. It's on Instagram. It's at Bob underscore and underscore Donna. And yes, we made it before Barb and Star. So please don't tell me, hey, there's a movie that's just like Bob and Donna. I'm like, don't fucking tell me that shit. We've been doing this since 2016. Um, but uh, it's, we're also on the TikTok. We're starting to shoot some TikTok oh. content. We're on the TikTok. Um, and then follow me on Instagram at Sharon Houston, spelled like Whitney. And then Sharon like Stone, Houston like Whitney. And then um, on Inst on uh, Twitter, I'm at Sharon underscore Houston, where I just retweet people. It's really <laughs> annoying. But if you need to follow me there, you can do that too. So you mainly like are active on Instagram. Like that's where you really like to communicate. <laughs> Well, this is where I put cute, fun stuff and, like, you know, put stuff in my stories. I'm at a drag show. I'm in Chinatown. You know, like, cute stuff. Whereas on Twitter, I'm like, the world's burning. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a two totally different vibes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. We love you. That was yeah. awesome. I had a great, great time. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. As <laughs> Thanks usual. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Oh, we'll have you again. Talk oh, yeah. to you later. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a So There's That moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. America is filled to the brim with corporate corrupt cocksuckers from Jerry Falwell Jr. to Dick Cheney. And yes, I recycle this every week until I won't. And I'll write a new one and then I'll recycle that. Sociopaths who amass their fortunes by exploiting the bureaucratic barf bag of the United States government, which in turn gave birth to 70 million broke paranoid assholes who mistrust the government so much that they stormed the Capitol in the name of ridiculous bloodsucking conspiracy theories while the nonviolent ones disrupt society by aggressively bragging about how they won't get the vaccine, mm -hmm. as if Nazi soldiers are showing up at people's <laughs> homes and forcing them to get the vaccine at gunpoint. No, that's not happening, in fact. And the reason is because those people are the Nazis. So thank God they don't want the vaccine or they would be forcing people at gunpoint, just like they tried to violently force Congress to give Trump the election. No one cares if you don't want the vaccine. Get it or don't fucking get it. But pipe the fuck down. Pipe the fuck down with your racism. Pipe the fuck down with your sexism. Pipe the fuck down with your homophobia. Pretend you don't have it. Just like you pretend that you don't have a tiny dick. <laughs> your rights end where other people's rights begin. Freedom doesn't mean anarchy. Look it the fuck 
up. And then take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror. You're not patriots. You're a bunch of entitled monsters. And if you used to be normal and this happened to you in the pandemic, then do the work and unhappen it. We all went a little quarantine crazy in one way or another. Now it's time to pipe down and pretend we're not crazy, just like we used to. And guess what? Doing that will actually make you less crazy. Just like smiling when you're sad actually makes you less sad, which is why we force Julie to find a So There's That Story for every single episode that we do because feeling hope actually makes us all less cynical. So help us, Mamiel. Get ready to feel some hope. <laughs> now, this week is pretty cut and dry. So I'm glad that we talked earlier about Trisha Paytas and the Kardashians because as huge Kardashian fans as we are, and anyone who listens to us knows that we lived, used to live, to watch the Kardashians eat salad, when they eat salad, find the restaurants they go to, and of course, utilize the Kylie lip kit. And I have to admit, at this point, I'm not against getting a pair of skims, because that's what happened during the pandemic, okay? Oh, and as far as the skims go, you know, yes, do I need them to rein in the problems, but more... Under it, your Hervé Lervache gown. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly. But also, I'd like to piss off Heather from Real Housewives of New York. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? no, bitch. (laughs) Close your legs to married men, scams. Now, even though we're done eating with the Kardashians, and now we're only, only, only (laughs) eating with Trisha Paytas and Moses, (laughs) the Kardashians did expose us to all sorts of very important issues. Lips, butts, sexcapades, multiple marriages, and the Armenian genocide. I mean, not for nothing. And we have to be honest, unless you're around or have Armenian people in your life, you never heard of it. In addition to the fact, it's something that's been suppressed for most of public consumption. We never learned of it in school. At least I didn't. I literally had never even heard of it. Ever. Not one time. It was never a thing in my life. And trust, growing up, we learned about genocide. Okay? <laughs> that's that's something we learned about all the motherfucking time. Okay? Oh, let me tell you. But not this one. Now, in case you never heard of it, or don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to give you a very short and small history. In 1912 to 13, the Ottoman Empire lost a bunch of land. The Ottoman Empire is otherwise known as Turkey. At the time, the group in power was known as the Young Turks. The Young Turks as a whole believed in equality. They were educated, believed in education, and were trying to figure out how to maintain equality without losing more and more land. The majority of the Young Turks were inspired by Western, mostly secular thought, and were basically the area's progressives. And just like now, as it was then, there was also a minority of disgusting garbage pigs who were murderous, militia-style, conspiracy-believing, dominating rapist men who didn't want equality and believed the only way they could have power was to maintain a strong Muslim majority. This small group took over the government, and they were called the Triumvirate. They were literally three men. So this trio of tiny dicks saw that Germany and the world was about to go to war. That would be World War I, and tiny dicks wanted to get on the Germans' good side. If we do that, we can get our land back, and we can be totally, totally cool. So in Turkey, the Armenians were basically like the Jews of Turkey. Everybody understand what that means? 
they were going to get genocided. <laughs> Meaning, exactly. They're, they weren't trusted. They were scapegoated. No one liked them. However, they were super successful, highly educated, and most likely very annoying to everyone around them. So annoying, they're not allowed in the military. Until, of course, there's a war. As World War One is approaching, Turkey forces Armenians into the army. They fight, they do their duty, and at the end of the war, Turkey kills them. Basically, they literally put them in concentration camps. They took all the men who served in the military, put them in concentration camps, and killed them. Now we're looking at around 1915, and this begins what is known as the full Armenian genocide. Awful. The, the government continues to separate the men from the women and systematically murders between 1 million and 1.5 million Armenians. Oh my God, what year is this? 1915. Turkey has since 1915 denied they did that. <laughs> nope, never happened. Literally. So it's like them and Mel Gibson's dad just denying it. They literally <laughs> have denied they did it. It would be like Germany denying the Holocaust. It would be like Germany saying, well, there was a war. People died. And then you go, you started the war and you made the Holocaust. But okay. So that's what literally Turkey has been saying. There was a war. We didn't do it. The I mean, not not going to lie. Like, I, that is pretty much the only thing they can do at this point. <laughs> it's like, they're just like, mm, nah, I, that's not exactly. Mm, that's more of a rumor. Right. So for since 1915, they've been denying it. They'll say the Russians did it. They'll say it happened. To the, who knows if the Germans did it or not? We don't know. It's, it oh, just happened. Oh, put on the Germans. Another good move. Right. It happened all during the war. Yeah. We don't know. We just don't know. So they keep excuse, 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 excuse for 100 years plus years. Excuse, excuse. Yeah, they're like. Putin meddled in the election. Oh, it was all Putin. Of it. Right, exactly. <laughs> 20 countries or so around the world have finally acknowledged that the, the word genocide. Now, why won't Turkey suss up just the way the Germans have had to? They just won't. And I think just like you said, yeah. at this point, what are they supposed to do? Like, you know what? Oh, it looks like apparently we didn't do it. Yeah. They, yeah. they just... They don't want to. If you and I the, just want to point out to everyone that you moved here in... 2009. And every year we have, on April 24th, we have the march. Yes. And I just want to point out that every year, Meow Meow Goldman is like, what is this Armenian genocide? <laughs> huh? This is, what is this? It's a huge march. Yes. And you have, it's just, I, I love the full circle moment of this simply because you have been somewhat obsessed when you see that march. Yes. You get very, very, like, all of your Jewish. Oh, look, all of you know. genocide? Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't they acknowledging it? But I know I'm just then I don't really look into it. And I just I just I don't know. It just comes and goes. I and think I don't you do every do year work. and you forget. I guess. Yeah, yeah I think it. you probably that's looked probably it up it. literally at once a year since when they do the march since 2009. And and then you forget. I forget. You're right. Well, this time I won't forget because I watched hours of things about it. <laughs> Good. So I now completely I got it. OK, Turkey, if the world, particularly America, but if Turkey itself uses the actual word genocide, genocide could then be used against them in a court of law. It's one thing for Turkey to say, oh, yeah, a million of people. Oh, God, all these people got killed in the war. And but we were just fucking hanging we're just, out. Yeah. We're just doing it. We're just, we're just do, killing just, people in like the name of war. Yeah, we're or just doing killing normal the way war normal, killing. Yeah, normal war killing. Yeah. So that's sort of the deal, because if they say genocide, they're going to be... They're murdering. Sorry, they're murdering. They're murdering. And now, even though they're all dead, those people who did it, it's like the, you know, the sins of your great-grandfather, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, Germany, look at Germany. They're still like, I'm paying yeah. for it. Now we come to this week. 
This April 20th, so April 24th is Armenian Genocide Remembrance Day. But this was different than any other day because Jojo made an official announcement that he and America recognizes the word genocide and that Turkey is the genocider. Yep. And heads exploded all. Heads exploded. Particularly in LA. Cause that's, and they still had the march. Exploded. Now they'll have the march, I would think, every year because they're going to, yeah. it's as a memorial. But America has not had the balls to do this in any, any administration, not even Obama, who in his campaign said he knew there was enough evidence to prove the genocide was real. But once in office, he got bullied out of an official announcement. Literally, probably no, by Mitch McConnell. Probably. Literally no president has had the balls to rock the boat. The boat, which is filled with, you know, access to oil and something like 90% of the Turkish population who've been brainwashed into believing there was no genocide. So we've got that problem too. The Turkish people don't think it happened either. So you're dealing with a lot of A bunch of, of Qunanis, a bunch of Turkish Qunanis. Yeah. So Joe Biden rocked the motherfucking boat. And it, this is a powerful statement to Turkey. First, that we're not worried about you. We're not worried about cha and also a powerful line in the sand in foreign relations and to the world to say we see you we see what you're doing we see what you did and we're not here for it and we're not going to pretend anymore and we all have to have accountability turkey and the turkish people have been so committed to that lie that if you as an even a journal a turkish journalist or a person in turkey who will try to say like listen we just need to like be accountable already like what's the difference you're going to get killed Ooh. just like a man named hrant dink who was an Armenian journalist who got shot outside of his office because he was calling for accountability. Now he is seen as the sort of one million and one person who was murdered in They're the like, Armenian They're like, and now genocide. we got Dink. Now you kill Dink yeah. with everyone else. Exactly. You had to take Dink down. His yep. name was Dink Heshian. <laughs> exactly. He shortened it to exactly. Dink. Exactly. And now you had to shoot him outside the fucking building. Exactly. And which is... The, they're they're claiming him in a way, in, which I really thought was quite a powerful statement to be like, oh, no, one million and one person were killed in the genocide. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> now, certainly your great great grandfather's sins aren't yours, but that's your country and you have to accept the good with the bad. And we you sure do. Hoard you're hoarding the uniforms in your basement. <laughs> look, look at what America has to deal with now where we have to all acknowledge what we've done where we came from, how we got there, and who we murdered. And maybe everyone could possibly start healing, finally, if we just accept the truth. Now, Turkey, you know has issues, and so I'm not holding my breath, but I do hope that for Armenian Americans and Armenians around the world, that there is a little bit of a sigh of a relief. It's like the people who get abducted by aliens. You tell your story, you tell your story, you tell your story. No one ever believes you. No one publicly will support you or stand by you until one day Jojo gets in front of the world and says, I believe you. America believes you and we stand by you and we support you. And we do not support that bullshit anywhere else on this planet. So listen up, conspiracy theorists, dominators, genociders. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Turkey. Go fuck yourself, Russia. Go fuck yourself, China. Go fuck yourself, Rwanda. Go fuck yourself, Cambodia. Go fuck yourself, Q Anon. Ein pas vor kada. You know what that? That's Armenian. So there's that.
So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this. There's no politics, no ads, no structure, no rules, and best of all, no pressure to join the Patreon. Let me just repeat that for the person who left a review saying they like this podcast, but they can't deal with our endless sales pitch. There are no ads on our Patreon podcast, but unfortunately, that one isn't free. No, it's not free, but it's only a dollar. You get one podcast a week for one dollar and two podcasts a week for two doll hairs. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to our huge back catalog, which has hundreds of hours of stupid, stress-free, ad-free podcasts. If you want to hear one to see what it's like, before you commit, we have a free one posted that anyone can listen to. Just go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and scroll down the locked podcasts until you get to the one called Windows Up Sing Time, and then just press play. You can listen to the whole hour right there from your phone or computer. You don't have to download anything or sign up for anything. And if you don't want to deal with joining the Patreon, then you can just do a small mitzvah and, and leave us a review on itunes okay we are so close meow meow to 2000 reviews and believe it or not that number really does help us get big guests now we've read reviews here at the end of the show for the last couple weeks and yet only one person has gone on itunes and left us a review so like our old producer Britton from embassy row said uh clearly um, everyone's turning the show off halfway through. So great. Fine. Why don't you go on there and leave us a review mm. saying you only like the first half of the podcast and that's fine. It still adds to the numbers, yeah. right? Mama? Or better yet, don't say anything mean at all. Why? I mean, I get it. I guess if you hate our guts, you can go on there and rip us some new ones and that's fine. But, but if you like us, I mean, be nice, be gentle, be tender, be loving, or be just nurturing. click two stars <laughs> or just click two stars and don't say yes. a mean review. That would be nice. I, I mean, if you want to engage me in a in a violent battle of words, go on there and be, say something mean. Trust me, it will get me. It will. It will. And it will engage you. <laughs> and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Sharon Houston. Sharon. Sharon, Sharon Houston. <laughs> How'd you do, I? See you've met, mine faithful hand in hand he's just a little broad dying because when you knocked he thought you were the candy man don't get strung up by the way i look don't judge a book by its cover i'm not much of a man by the light of day but by night i'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. 
Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> so. Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> 